1: Thanks for listening.
2: Donna and Steve. Easy listening.
1: On my talk 107.1, <laughs> Everything Entertainment. Thanks for turning on the light. light of him.
2: I used to listen to Delilah at night. Yeah. Anybody?
1: Uh yeah, I worked at a station called uh, B98 in Atlanta, Georgia, and she, I believe it was Delilah who would air late at night.
2: So great, right? Yeah. I once slept over at my friend Nick's house. We were both in like, eight, I was in eighth grade. He was in ninth grade, and he said, "I fall asleep to this every night." And then we were just—he turned on Delilah, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is really soothing."
1: <laughs> oh my god! It was You're great. Her awesome. voice.
2: What a yes. What a woman. That's
1: lovely. Are you done? I guess. All right. This isn't going to be light.
0: It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-ha! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, did you
1: get a load of this story? Uh, Nirvana, yeah. oh, you know their classic album cover with the baby in the pool. Yeah, um, baby's naked. Yep. Yep. You know the one. It's cool. It's so a really cool... Sold I
2: don't know a few copies.
1: Came. It sold quite a few copies. Uh, so listen to this story. There, the, This guy's name is Spencer Eldon. That's the baby. And he's 30 years old now. He was four months old when he was photographed for that cover. And he was naked... And now he is suing the band for child sexual exploitation and distribution of private sexually explicit materials. Ooh. I have so many questions. Okay. Well, the first being where did they get this picture of the baby? Was it like a Getty Images stock photo? Yeah, or- is
2: this a. Should he be suing mom and dad? Uh.
0: I believe from what I read, they paid the mom and dad 200 bucks to take the picture. Okay. okay. Well,
1: then sue your mom and dad. Right? Yeah. Because they agreed to it.
0: This mm. just seems like a little... Thirsty.
1: This is a money grab, of course. He So he says in his lawsuit that he could not legally consent to his image being used. And according to him, it's child porn. He also says the band promised to cover his... Um, nether region with a sticker. Oh. They never did. So he's suing um, the band, its surviving members, Kurt Cobain's estate, the photographer, the record labels, and who released the album. And he wants one hundred and fifty thousand from each of those plaintiffs. Wow! But here's the thing: what's up? He actually has the word "never mind" tattooed across his chest.
0: And well, he shows up like every time there's an anniversary for that record.
1: Yeah. He's well, like, hey, in fact, I'm that guy. I'm the kid. He reenacted the photo, too.
2: Raconius, yes. you know lobster? <laughs> yes. Can you uh, uh, clicky wicky on that winky, linky, winky, dinky? The one I where put the in kid's there? talking? Yeah, this is him talking a couple of years ago, doing an interview about his image. And I just think that this might hurt his legal chances definitely take a of line, but um, I don't know, man. It's it, it kind of up and down. It's just something that happened to me. It's not necessarily something that I did. So it'd be cool to somehow cartwheel that into something cool that I can do make it work for me in a, in a cool way, but still, just still working out on all those things. It's pretty it's pretty wild being part of a, such a successful project and being the kind of poster child of that. Uh, hey, you know, it happened. It, it's kind of cool the word
0: it's interesting, and other than
2: that, um, people can always go send me a direct message, and if they want a poster, they can uh, send them a link to my PayPal, and then I can send them a signed poster. Oh So I think my that's going to hurt them.
1: I think yes. that's going to hurt them,
2: because I think it's tough for you to, say, to, to go on uh, the airwaves and say, <laughs> I wish I could find a way to sort of cartwheel this, as he says, into into money into different opportunities for me and hey if you want me because now in hindsight according to what he is alleging or uh you know accusing them of it was it's essentially him which he's saying it was child porn right very yes. very very serious thing mm-hmm. isn't that audio then of him saying hey if you want me to sign my own child porn of me I'd be happy to just send a uh, money to my PayPal
1: absolutely if you I don't think
2: it's going to work for gonna him going
1: to benefit monetarily from it The fact that you are on the cover, you can't go. I'm mad that I'm on the cover for sure. Get out of here, you loser! But I
2: remember seeing that album cover and think I I don't. You remember thinking like, how did they get this baby for this photo shoot with his wiener? Just
1: (laughs) I assumed it was a family member.
2: Okay, I don't know. Member, I said Uh, Rocko. Knock it off.
1: (laughs) Clean it up.
2: I wish it was like a Nirvana story that we were doing. It's in the news today. I just wish that I knew a song.
1: Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> when the lights are... Yeah, that's oh, right. you guys. Um, Kanye is changing his name. Oh, <laughs> to what? Oh, I see what you were saying this morning, Steve, when we were off the air. I thought he was changing it to Yee, but maybe you're saying Yee because Kanye.
2: Now, he goes by Yeezy. But he's the, the spelling appears to be Y-E, and if that's the Ye from Kanye, is it Ye or is it Ye? Listen, say what you will about P. Diddy. We never had this sort of confusion, though. It was like, okay, <laughs> it's Diddy, we'll call him Diddy. It's Puffy, we'll call him Puffy. But I don't know what to do with Ye or Ye. And I don't want to call him by the wrong thing. I don't know what he would do to me. Hmm, He'll
0: be in Chicago tomorrow <laughs> okay. night.
2: Uh, are you tickets still available? Soldier uh, Field. Last
0: time I looked, yeah. You can sit That's about a, a
2: quarter of a mile in the sky for like $800 if you want to watch Kanye listen to his album. It's just a weird time in human history. Why
1: are people changing their names? It's so weird. Well, Donna. It's just weird. P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Yeezy, Kanye.
2: Like, make up your mind. Just stick with it? <laughs> pick it and stick it? <laughs> yes. Should I have been Stephen G? <laughs> yes. That's what I wanted my radio name to be when I was in third grade. Stephen Glenn.
1: When you were in third grade, you thought about your radio name?
2: Stephen G, I think. I think I it was think like I nine or, or ten years old, yeah.
0: I was going to be Rocco J.
1: Wow. Oh, it's
0: Stephen G and
2: Rocco J. Hey.
1: And now you're DJ Rock Lobster. That's right. Club oh club my God.
0: And now I'm just
2: an idiot. <laughs> Steve Patterson, I sound like. Sad. The only That's guy that gave name. me hope was David Letterman, because I was like, Oh, Steven Patterson, David Letterman.
1: Yeah.
0: I think you're But fun. it's a very
2: square kind of a name. Steve Patterson. I wish it was like Steve Jones or something.
0: All right. Stevie Jones on the 9 to noon. Uh,
1: my talk is going to be back at the State Fair, August 26th to September 6th, you guys. on, tomorrow. tomorrow. We're going to be out there live. It's going to be fun. Will Steve and I make it to the booth in time? You'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> Uh, Colleen and Bradley's show is presented by uh, Hero Home Services. Lori and Julia presented by Hammernick's Interior Solutions. We're all going to be there. Saturday lineups presented by the mammography experts at Health Partners in Park Nicollet. Uh, we're on Underwood Street, just a little south of Randall Avenue. So come out and see me. You can find out more info by using keyword FAIR at mytalk1071.com. and
2: as a reminder we're not gonna be doing meet and greets we love you guys Uh, uh, but there's this you know pandemic things we're just trying to like have fun and not cause bad things to happen so um we'd love to see you and we will talk to you and wave at you and it'll be great
1: yeah when we come back yeah i don't know what we're doing
2: i think we're gonna do a little food news
1: Yes. Oh, and I'm going to do a little street news.
2: Yeah, with a kind of a foody sort of tie-in. Let's call it aroma news.
1: Oh, Steve, you're onto something.
2: If you could get a road to smell like something, and they're actually working on this for real, what would you want the road that you drive on to smell like? We'll tell you what their plan is uh, in the latest on that new Starbucks fall drink that is not a PSL pumpkin spice latte. I think it sounds good. Donna does not. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Food News next on Donna and Steve.
1: Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with DJ Rock Lobster. Do
2: I need to
1: hit the Food News? Uh... Let's let's do it, because
0: I, I, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Donna I and guess Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy.
2: Yes. I feel like an aroma story fits under the food news banner. We taste food by our sense of smell. So imagine you're driving down the road, summer day, and you roll down the windows, arm out, Smelling the grass as you go by.
1: Waving your hand.
2: Yeah, the hands doing the handy thing yeah. where you which is a great way to learn how planes fly, by the way. It shows you lift. Tilt your hand up a little bit. Uh huh. And, and then it goes up. That's how planes fly, essentially.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
2: Uh, but anyway, Thanks, Steve, for yeah, that uh, aviation lesson. I'm reading cockpit confidentials. You smell the grass, you smell the summer, and then there's a new aroma that wafts into your nose. Hmm. What is it, Donna, and where is it coming from? Thank you for
1: asking. Hmm. Um, Here's the deal. This is a construction firm in Poland that has invented a flower-scented asphalt. And they're going to start using it in new roads very soon. It's got essential oils mixed in that make the smell of the asphalt, and that take that and make it smell like flowers instead of road. (laughs) So, the point is to provide you know instead of that like tar smell
2: yeah 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 yeah. the
1: point is to provide more comfortable working environments for road workers who have to stand around that smelly smell all day sure i don't know how strong it is uh i could
2: work with them on that
1: so maybe the i know (laughs) the finished roads might not smell any different because when it dries who knows
2: yeah, may, maybe, but you know like then you get the rain that mixes with pavement and that presents a, a thing too. It would be great if it was sort of a an ongoing scent, just like they have to repaint the divide lines on a highway. Wouldn't yeah. it be great if once a year they went out and spritzed that sucker with eau de toilette?
1: I think the problem is it's very subjective. That's, you know, of course. various Aromas,
2: Especially once you get into the world of essential oils, look out. If it is thieves, I walk. <laughs> you know, essential oil people, they really love their essential oils.
1: Very much so.
2: They'll tell you about their essential oils. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You come in and you'll say like, hey, I've got the, the stomach flu and my arm is broken. And they're like, you know, what you need peppermint oil on your wrist. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it.
1: I think there are some properties. I watched a documentary on essential
2: oils not well, that long ago. <laughs> bury the lead. What do you know? I want to know everything. Well,
1: I don't know. There are people who are so into it, and sometimes they go into hospitals, but I think they sell the product. So that's where I have a problem with it. Sure. But sometimes yeah. it's part of their patient's. Therapy, if something will make you feel calmer or more soothing, I mean, what does it hurt? To you know, try I think
2: it? peppermint actually does help to uh, counteract nausea.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Um, so uh, that's Eucalyptus
1: thing. is really great for waking up.
2: I'm certainly a believer in aromatherapy. You are okay. Oh yeah, like if I smell something that can make me feel calmer immediately. You walk into a house that is rank. You think you're gonna sit down, crack open a book and relax? You're not. Hmm. You walk into a place though and there's like a wonderful imagine it's October, some leaves still clinging to the tree, a crisp breeze in the air, and inside of that home, it's cool, you've got a sweater on and you smell an autumn leaves candle or some sort of a harvesty situation. Mm-hmm. Smells like football season.
1: Yeah. Cinnamon apple.
2: Mm, clean.
1: Not my fave, but I
2: well, get it. You're probably going to hate this then. All right, hit me. Starbucks has come out with a new fall drink. Not pumpkin spice latte. They still have that. They've got the PSL. It's available. Every, it just gets earlier and earlier every year. But they've introduced what is called an apple crisp macchiato. Delish.com got mm. to try it. And here's their headline. Starbucks introduces an apple crisp macchiato for fall. This episode
1: is brought to you by
2: Shopify. Whether you're selling a little and we tried it before anyone else, one word, caps lock, wow. People are loving this, and I think that it could be pretty good. It is blending apple and brown sugar flavors all into one cup. It's got layers of apple brown sugar, steamed milk, and a special caramelized spiced apple drizzle That tastes like your favorite fall treat.
1: Okay, it's just a drizzle on top.
2: Yes. Oh,
1: I'm back. I'm back in.
2: Okay, so the apple drizzle, they say, is the star of the drink. Truly makes every sip taste different from the last sip. It's made with apple juice, apple puree, cinnamon, nutmeg, steamed milk foam. You could also try out the iced apple crisp macchiato. It doesn't have to be hot. If you want to do cold, you can. Uh, that, along with their PSL pumpkin spice latte and their pumpkin cream cold brew, two options that they have there.
1: Okay, I'm back in. That sounds really good. Really fattening, though.
2: Well, you know, these things are sugar bombs. You got to know this. Any drink that tastes good, really, really like sweet, like a pumpkin spice latte, like this apple macchiato situation from Starbucks. There's going to be a gazillion grams of... Sugar. Gazillion grams of sugar. And you just have to say, this is okay. I don't do it all the time. I'm going to have it now, and I'm going to enjoy it. I can't tell you the last time that I had a full pumpkin spice latte. But Donna, seriously, think of this. Can I paint a picture? Sure. Saturday morning, you go to the local ball field where the youth are playing fall football, flag football. The The youth. You can do anything. You understand me? Reach for the stars. <laughs> you go there, you've got a cable knit sweater on, you're wearing your UGG boots, and you've got your hands wrapped around a yeah. nice, toasty pumpkin spice latte or apple crisp macchiato.
1: I couldn't drink the whole thing though. What's your problem? It, that's a lot. That's a lot of sweetness. Then my heart starts to flutter.
2: <laughs> it does. It's a thing. I work with so many people, you and Elizabeth, like she'll drink, she'll have three pieces of candy and say, oh my gosh. This sugar, I just can't. Oh, my gosh, I just feel so weird. To which I say, you have such a weak body. (laughs) I am iron inside. My intestines long since died. They are cast in sugar in a film of processed, I don't know, sugar alcohol. I don't know. It doesn't affect me. I can have a whole, I never get shaky from sugar. Maybe that is a telltale sign.
1: (laughs) You know what we should do? We should sample that. We should get one, not to steal Colleen and Bradley's bid. That's okay. But we're coffee people.
2: We already stole the uh, book club. It's ours now. We stole it from Lojay. I... Let's steal something from every show.
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Come on. Do you have any notes that you wrote in high school that you saved? In a... yeah. I do,
1: actually. I okay. had a whole bag full of them. No, we
0: I used to read off. my
1: diary. Did all that at my last station. I don't know. I like you where know where we're going. Deal from me, you stolen twice. That's Show what they say.
2: the show's about to get a lot easier to plan, because the other shows are planning it. We'll do a would you rather? That would be fun.
1: That, oh, great idea. Uh,
2: <laughs> let's play a game. We do this game, it's called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can play 651-641-1071. Call us now. Let's play.
1: And we're back. And it is time to play a little game. Kick it! It's time to go
0: to college. college. college, It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball! Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna? Donna's the smart one. Or Steve? His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, yours truly. I want to see how smart you are. All right, well, we've got Linda on the phone to play along with us today, and, um... Linda is probably out there making a banana split right now because yesterday <laughs> when I checked my Whoa. wacky day calendar, they said today's National Banana Split Day. Ooh. So, Linda, I'm going to quiz Donna and Steve on bananas in pop culture. Oh, right. Okay.
2: I'm big into bananas, Linda. I just want you to know that. Had a banana in some Greek yo yo this morning, so I hope that you team up with me, okay? I, I, I. Didn't hear what the category was. I'm sorry, guys. It's, I think, bananas in pop culture. Rocco's almost dead, so we're just letting him have his say these final few days. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Okay, well, Steve, you and I won before, so I'm going to say Team Steve's. I think that's good cuz Donna doesn't like bananas. She says no one everybody chokes a banana down. She doesn't think anyone enjoys them. So I think we're in a sweet spot. Bye Donna. <laughs>
0: Bye now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pot down. Donna, you can just Linda. turn the li-
2: thing down. You don't have to leave. Donna, You're my buddy. She's sitting there. Yeah. Hopefully okay. she's not
0: reading your lips on the uh video stream that we have going on. If
2: she can, I'll give her the win. Um Rocco, is it again is it bananas in pop culture?
0: <laughs> yeah, bananas in pop culture. Let's see. I've got in the <laughs> I've got two songs and a TV show.
2: All right. That's a little. That's a little. All right. <laughs> Fine. Okay, Linda, we'll come to you in right. a moment. Um, meanwhile, Rocco, I'm ready to go.
0: Okay, here goes. What 2000s TV show featured the iconic line, There's Always Money in the Banana Stand?
2: Arrested Development.
0: What Calypso singer sings the most famous version of the song, Deo, the Banana Boat Song?
2: Oh, Deo, he said this, said that. Daylight come and me won't go home. Ah, uh, pass.
0: And what 2004 pop song featured the line "This s word is bananas"? B a n a n a s.
2: What was the pop song or the singer? Ah, uh, the pop song. Oh, b a n a n a s. I think it was called b a n a n a s. I think it was called Bananas, I think it was called <clears throat> bananas okay. by Gwen Stefani. Ah, oh, D word. Let's... Who sings i like come and me won't go home"?
0: Let's see if uh, Linda
2: knows. Hey, Linda. Oh, gosh. Calypso singer, I, the most famous God. version of the song. Should we
0: all sing it together? Dale, Dale,
2: De La I command me one go home.
0: Who sang that?
2: Is it like, is it like
0: Raffy? <laughs> he probably did, but somebody very famous known as the King of Calypso sang it. I'll see if I can get a date on that.
2: Oh, man. Shoot. I think I it's Jacques Cousteau, but Ron calypso. Nineteen fifty six. Oh, darn it. We're not gonna know this. Um, what about the Gwen Stefani song? Do you think it's called Bananas? This bleep I is do. bananas, B A N A N yep. A S. Alright, we're gonna go with that, Rocco. Okay. We're those are we're in lock 'em in. Donna, lock you can come man, back.
0: Donna. We're waving at her.
2: Come on back in, Here Donna. Alrighty. Hey, Here guys. Go. hey Donna.
1: Donna. Hey, what's up?
2: Well, well
0: How much do you know about bananas in pop culture? We're about to find out. Okay. Well, here it goes. What 2000s TV show featured the iconic line, There's always money in the banana
1: stand? Mm, The the, the, the 2000s show? uh, Breaking Bad? I don't know.
0: What Calypso singer sings the most famous version of the song, Deo, the banana boat song?
1: Harry... Harry Belafonte.
0: What 2004 pop song featured the line, this S word is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S? Pop song? Yep. Year? Uh, 2004. Mm. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. I think well. we're going to have a tie. Oh, uh, no way. Which I'm not very confident about my... I, I ran out of good bananas in pop culture. No, we'll see, we'll you see don't see. Yeah. Um, so the Safe. 2000s show that featured the iconic line, There's Always Money in the Banana Stand, Steve Knew It, was Arrested Development.
1: Oh,
2: yes, the Bluth family. Uh,
0: the Calypso singer that sings the most famous version of the song Deo, the Banana Boat song, Donna Knew, was Harry Belafonte... Mm. still alive at 94. wonderful very
1: handsome
0: and then i thought you guys would get this one for sure the song that says this s word is bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s is hollaback girl hollaback oh. girl so Dang i guess it. we're gonna bring what um, was the first question oh uh, yeah got the it rest got of it, it. yep got it so i'm gonna bring in this song from the 50s and this guy is pretty famous um i want to see if you can tell me the artist singing this song And if you can't, maybe I'll give you some clues. Is it Jolson? No, that's close. He kind of sounds like that. Don Ho. Nope. (laughs) Sidney Poitier. No. Okay, I was worried you guys wouldn't get this.
2: That was Louis Prima.
0: Louis Prima. Linda gets the win on
2: the tie, don't we say?
0: I think so. I forgot to say what Linda is about to win.
2: A banana.
0: Two movie passes. To Everybody's Talking About Jamie at, at Showplace Icon at West End on Wednesday, September 8th at 7 p.m. That's what Linda gets because I ran out of Linda good questions about it. bananas.
1: Oh, uh, Linda's like, give me a damn t-shirt. And a
2: banana. <laughs> Instead, you got tickets to the movie called what?
0: Everybody's Talking About Jamie. I bet it's great. It's super great. It's uh, about, it's British and it's about a young kid who wants to be a drag queen, I believe. There you go. Linda, big winner today on today's
2: show. Yay.
1: Bye, Linda. Bye, Linda. You're a big winner. All right, <laughs> where'd she go? Did she set
2: her phone down in the car seat and she just like walk out? She's like, though. getting groceries out of the trunk. Uh, yeah, the other, whatever, you the, can bill me. I don't care. Bye. She'll never pick those up. The
0: banana question I had was about yeah. uh, Woody Allen had a movie in '71 called Bananas, but I don't take either of you for big Woody Allen. Films. I would have had a better chance with that. I, I thought think.
2: you would have gone bananas in pajamas, the British I children's show, about
0: that, but then I thought you'd have an advantage. Because you got
2: the, the young ends that watch. I thought there
0: would be the yeah, but McKilla, we're not watching Gorilla, Grape Bait. Yeah, Banana Splits. Then again, I thought that would be advantage, Donna. I put a lot mm. of thought into this. I really did. We really appreciate you, Thank Rocco. You. You're our best
1: friends.
2: So, All right. Bananas um, and pop culture.
1: <laughs> I mean, you got to give them, you know. Oh, golly. A for creativity, that's for yeah. sure. Right? Yeah, Yay, thanks, right. Rocco. Time nice uh,
2: for a tip.
0: Everybody on the show getting tipsy.
2: tips it all right
0: the first one is
1: more of a warning than a tip okay all right oh, interest- oh that's great what are you um, nothing don't worry about it uh don't take your pills with coffee juice or soda there's your warning i Bye just now. took
2: ibuprofen this morning with coffee
1: i did the same thing with my um my uh what do you call those things probiotics
2: Anything beyond a buy now? Could you offer us like a second line to that? Maybe a why?
1: Sure. Um, They did a new study, and it says you should always take pills with water, maybe not even milk. Stay away from that, because what researchers found was different types of drinks and the effect they have on different pills. So they tested five over-the-counter meds that we take for pain, inflammation, and allergies. So... Tylenol, ibuprofen, Zyrtec. And they found that taking them with anything other than water might affect how your body absorbs that medication. So coffee, juice, and soda can make pills dissolve faster than they're supposed to. Mm. So your body doesn't have as much time to absorb what's in them. They might not work as well. They also tested buttermilk, which suggested that dairy products could do it too. So... Just be careful. Just chill Just out. Get Water, man. Come on, bro. I have some other tips.
2: Do you from the calendar? Yeah, bro. All right, so this is a life hacks calendar that Donna has. I love these. These are really great.
1: Me too. Uh, use an accented letter as part of your passcode. No one I will know. ever guess it. Cé. Oh. Devi.
2: C'est- oh. I also hear that you shouldn't actually write in the answer to, for instance, what is your mother's maiden name?
1: Oh, sure, because in Hackers.
2: You could, like, for instance, you could just, all of the answers to your, those questions, which sometimes you forget too, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Could just be answer. Like, the answer can be answer.
1: Sure. That's then a you good one. Have,
2: put that in for i should do that
1: well now everyone knows oh well then (laughs) hack
2: me you'll be thrilled at what you find you know you
1: could always use a contraction a sentence like i uh don't like summer you could do that with an exclamation point at the end
2: i'll be vony with you right now regarding my atm pin it is six digits okay not four everybody thinks four You can do six.
1: I didn't know you could do six. Mine's six. Try to crack that curb. Stuck on a test question, kids? (laughs) Try mentally reading it in your instructor's voice because the brain has a natural receptor for retrieving information based on familiar language. No follow-up questions?
2: Bueller.
1: Uh, Don't leave a sporting event early. Some of the most historic games were decided in the final seconds.
2: True, true story. True. true story.
1: When a bag of chips gets stuck in a vending machine, don't buy the same bag again to unjam it. Instead, buy something from the row above. There you Yeah,
2: go. and then it's going to fall down. Yes. Because the next one's going to get stuck, usually. Totally. If you just get the same thing. I like. I like that vending machines haven't gotten much smarter. <laughs> kind of a technological safety blanket of it's still a lot of them are still using the spinny metal rod thing looks like a spring you know and yeah, downstairs yeah. downstairs even we have a. I think we have like a fancy soda dispenser and then a very archaic old school vending machine will it make it out i never know if it will
1: hmm. i didn't even know we had it a soda machine.
2: Oh, Queen! right next to the uh, cafeteria.
1: When was the last time you got anything out of it? Either of you two.
2: Maybe a month ago.
1: No way. Oh, yes. Oh, good for you. That's exciting.
2: You can use gold dollar coins in there, too. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to go. We're going to take a break. We're yeah. going to see if we can find a little chemistry again. How about this? When we come back, um, some movie star News you won't believe what happened to this one family. I believe it was over somewhere in England when a huge, huge mm-hmm. movie star When we come back, it's the Donna and Steve Show on my talk.
1: Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with DJ Rock Lobster. Yeah. Woo! All right, it's Wednesday. We've got some uh, interesting stories. What do you want to start with, Steve?
2: Why don't we start with one of my closer friends? mm Tommy Cruise, okay, T Bone. He and I uh, have obviously traveled together in Thevia, mm. Spain, and uh, Austria. I got wow. to chase him on a motorcycle once. Sounds fabulous. like a dream, but it really happened. No, Rocco, I did not run my fingers through Tom okay. Cruise's hair.
0: I decided to stop asking.
2: Um, <laughs> well, you do it one time to the king of pop, <laughs> right? and suddenly you're a mm-hmm. hair stroker. Uh, this is an interesting story about Tom Cruise. It, it, it seems unbelievable. If you didn't have the family who had happened to talking about it, you frankly wouldn't believe it.
1: It's kind of a pleasant surprise, I guess. I think so. This family in Warwickshire, England, they got this visit the other day when Tom Cruise landed his helicopter in their backyard. Ma'am, Let me explain. The family got a call Saying that an unnamed VIP was running late for a meeting and needed to land in their yard because the nearby Coventry Airport was temporarily shut down. Don't you think that that's something an aviator would look into prior to taking off?
2: You know, maybe it could be a temporary shutdown. Something happened on the runway. Uh, this can happen from time okay. to time, and it's Don't a helicopter, so that's good.
1: All right, I'm just checking. All right, so. Obviously, as you could imagine, they were pretty shocked when Tom Cruise stepped out of the chopper.
2: Unbelievable.
1: Allison Webb uh, was the mom in the family who says he went straight for her kids, started talking to them, offered them a ride. So they actually did end up going for a ride in the helicopter while Tom went to his meeting. So left him with the pilot. She said it turned out to be an incredible day, it was surreal, and she still can't believe it happened. That's nuts.
2: It's crazy, and so typical Tom Cruise, too, like to walk right over to the kids, Yeah, you know, and I'm telling, and again, every comment I have about Tom Cruise is with me having not seen the documentary in the clear or into the clear.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the Scientology I thing. The Scientology I mean, I thing. think two things can be true at the same time. He He's a weirdo, and he's really nice and knows how to treat people well. Yeah. And
2: unless. Unless. It, yeah. you know, I know. This is, is. when it gets tricky. But, I mean, all, let's just set that aside, if we may, for a moment. Pick a movie star. Uh, let, let me ask you this question. Okay. If you could choose one movie star arrives in your backyard today... Via helicopter. Can oh. I land in your West Blooming yard?
1: Oh, so many choices. And then who
2: do you want to walk off so that you've got the picture, a little cell phone video, and the memory and story to share forever?
1: Oh, Ozzy Osbourne would be cool. Golly. <laughs> Don't Steven Tyler, somebody, somebody. Your
2: type. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we're the Hot Topic manager.
1: You know,
0: uh,
1: Clooney? Clooney would be a dream. Yeah, but I don't want to bring in the, the ball and chain.
2: <laughs> what are your plans with Mr. Clooney? I don't know. I just want to flirt.
1: Okay. What's the big deal?
0: If Steven Tyler played footsie with you <laughs> on the helicopter, no. what would you do?
2: It. This comes after we saw Steven Tyler's feet yesterday. Okay. He's got a bit of a toe situation. <laughs> to put it mildly. Would we...
1: I'm not partaking.
2: <laughs> it's like a, it's like his, his toes are like a, some sort of a warped Russian doll.
1: Oh, I feel bad for well, him. Well, Oh, he's
2: doing, please. You, he's fine. He's fine. Do you feel bad for me and my bunion? No. Well, then, okay. Okay. It's different. Um, how about you, Rocco? A, uh, a mega celebrity shows up at your property today via helicopter. And then by the way, you get to go up and take a helicopter ride. Who do you want walking off the helicopter?
0: I would go I think Jack Black maybe.
2: Great. That'd yeah, be fun. That'd be pretty fun. That's very fun. Oh, I like that. He'd get off of it very you know, in a very uh, theatrical way too. His hair would be whipping in the wind. Yeah. Beard flowing. I think I would go. Thanks for asking. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah, we don't care.
2: I think I'm going to go Conan O'Brien.
1: Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be great.
2: If you don't follow Team Coco on Instagram, you really should. Since Conan's show went off the air on TBS, they are showing all sorts of old videos of some of the bits that he just did backstage with his employees and staffers and interns. Very. You forget how sharp and just very funny Conan O'Brien is without any kind of a script.
1: He's so smart, though. He's smart, funny.
2: Didn't he go to Harvard?
1: Yes. That's why.
2: I mean, he's a smart dude. and But also, it's funny, he's very smart, but also does sophomoric humor effortlessly. Totally. Which really makes it enjoyable. You know, I
1: listened to one of his podcasts, and he doesn't like to talk about the Harvard thing. He tries to downplay it. Like, yeah, it wasn't that hard to get in. Like, don't (laughs) give me too much credit. He kind of, you know, he kind of is very humble about it. That's all.
2: Speaking of a another New Yorker, Coco, who, of course, worked all those years in New York, Spike Lee, the man who represents New York City on a global stage. The uh, filmmaker's got a new docu-series out. I believe it's on HBO Max. Uh, the name of it is New York Epicenters, 9 2021 and a half, he adds. I think it's a four-parter and uh, just debuted over the weekend the headline today reads Spike Lee says he believes 911 conspiracy theory quote i got questions and i guess within this they they look at new york and how it responded to nine eleven twenty 20 years ago this september by the way yeah and wow also how they've responded during uh, the pandemic and how they were the epicenter and sort of the response In both of those situations on certainly a national scale. But in it, I guess someone at some point is talking about a 9-11 conspiracy theory that essentially the jet fuel and the flames that resulted from the two planes hitting the Twin Towers, there's a conspiracy theory that those flames and the jet fuel would not have been hot enough to melt steel beams and to cause these buildings to collapse in the way that they did and what spike lee does not do is mm. dismiss those he in some sense some people say is inferring that he sort of supports them saying i got questions too about how those towers fell in 911 and uh and they did go on somebody asked him i think from the new york times why you would be okay talking about that conspiracy but not a conspiracy when it comes to covid-19 sure. you know And he says, Look, people have, they're going to say what they want to say. People have called me a racist for Do the Right Thing. They've called me uh, anti Semitic for Mo Better Blues. She Gotta Have It. I was called a misogynist. People are just going to think what they think. And you know what? I'm still here going on four decades of filmmaking. So he doesn't care that he's asking a conspiracy question about that and not this.
1: Hmm. The docu-series on HBO. Yeah, I know.
2: I know. We don't have time. We have no answers.
1: All right, we got to go.